Judge me, O Lord, for I have walked in mine integrity. I have trusted also in the Lord. Therefore, I shall not slide. Psalm 26, verse 1 from the King James Version. The verb judge here means to vindicate or clear from an accusation, to justify. I hope everyone is well today. Happy Splendiferous Saturday. Back in the day when I was a participant in the Junior Usher Board Ministry, the phenomenal Brother James Garrett, who now lives with the Lord, was our facilitator and mentor. He led us to be better little people. And at the beginning of every meeting, usually it was once per month leading up to the Sunday we were to serve and worship, he would have us read Psalm 26, the entire chapter. But that first verse was almost always quoted from memory. And we'd read it from the King James Version just as I did today. Integrity. What did we know about integrity? What did it mean? And how could we get some? Well, in the most simplest of forms, it means honesty. Sincerity. What areas in our young lives did we need to be honest in? How did we need to operate with a sincere heart? It was easy. Just knowing the difference between right and wrong and doing what was right was the daily Rx. Many of us came from two-parent homes. We knew what right and wrong meant. We were taught by both parents. And then those who were in single-parent homes, they too knew what right and wrong meant. But here was our usher mentor, James Garrett, our teacher, our usher board supervisor. He was furthering the cause, teaching us to be mindful of what honesty looked like with our parents and with our peers. But most importantly, he needed us to be true to ourselves and be honest. It always intrigues me when parents can tell their children what's right, how to behave, sage advice for free. (laughs) And then they hear it from other people, maybe their peers, but most likely from other adults. And guess what? It's breaking news. The best thing they've heard all year long. Well, that's what James Garrett was to us. We'd hear from our parents what we needed to do and what we needed to say, how we needed to behave. But when we got to our usher board meeting, here comes the psalm, Psalm 26, that Brother Garrett would have us read. And I often wondered if it was only me thinking, not again. (laughs) We're going to read this psalm again? But guess what? Seeds planted and cultivated will ultimately grow. Train up a child in the way that he or she should go, and when they are older, they won't depart. Today's vernacular, they won't forget. That mandate isn't just given to parents, but to all individuals who spiritually mentor children, pastors, teachers, grandparents, directors of children's ministries. It takes an entire village, yes? It's about cohesion. Even in the secular world, our children are being taught how to be honest. They don't forget that. Smaller children, middle school children, they don't forget. 
They might not often do it, (laughs) but they know the difference. But that's the exercise that comes from a household. Usually, if a child is trained or taught in their home, then it's not such a difficult procedure at school. Mayaya Trudy taught me children learn where they live. And if we're doing what we're supposed to do as parents or grandparents or guardians at home, if we're embedding honesty and sincerity, valor and dignity, then no teacher should be able to sway them negatively. My pastor in the city I reside in the Temecula Valley, Pastor Hendrick Bosman, we call him Pastor Henny, says that children aren't confused naturally. They're confused when we as parents do one thing and say another, or say one thing and do another. Here's one on me. When my boys were smaller, I teach them not to steal, right? And of course, they were learning to sound out words. We call that sight reading now for better literacy. And then they'd see me sampling fruit, (laughs) grapes, (laughs) or loose bin candy. And they'd come behind me and say, Mommy, the sign says we shouldn't do that. Look, no samples. Just when I needed them not to sound out their words. Please, no sight reading when you're with mommy, okay? (laughs) But what was I doing? Wasn't I confusing them? Saying one thing and doing quite the opposite? And no matter how I tried to justify it. Oh, I'm just doing this for freshness or crispiness. (laughs) I don't want to buy something and then have to return it if it's not good. That's a waste of my time. A waste of my gas. That was my justification. And they would still say, but the sign says, no samples. Children learn where they live. So guess what? I had to stop doing that. I had to stop confusing them. And then, of course, before COVID, because of sanitary purposes, I really needed to stop doing it because not everybody had clean hands when they'd reach into those bins. I would get a plastic bag, wrap it around my hand, and grab what I wanted. But it was still stealing. (laughs) And my boys saw it as such. That's what it looked like to them. If the sign says no sampling, then to them, I was stealing. So now that COVID is here, everything is packaged, right? You can't even get a sample at Costco anymore. (laughs) So we need to remember, even at that young age, it's about integrity, honesty, And so what I needed to do was do what the sign encouraged me to do and stop sampling. Buy a small quantity, save my receipt, and if it wasn't good, return it at a later date. Growing up at our ages, trying to be our best on a daily walk and serving in a ministry, that capacity, it was all about the socialization, right? And to some degree, it's still like that for most young people today, even more so trying to figure out where they fit in, being pressured to do dishonest things, the cyberbullying that runs rampant, all speaks to the integrity of one's heart. But we do ourselves a disservice when we don't share with our children the right way from the beginning. I thank God for James Garrett, who knew we were being taught right, but reiterated it for 
every time we got together. Every time we came together, we gathered as a group of young people, young boys and young girls. He reiterated what we were already being taught. So it was nothing new. We already knew, K-N-E-W, what to do. We can be honest. We can be sincere. We can speak up when we see something's not right. Like our amazing representative, John Lewis. Get in trouble. Necessary trouble. Good trouble. He'd say, get in trouble. Good trouble. Necessary trouble. Or he'd say, when you see something, say something. That's integrity. That's honesty. And I know oftentimes we're afraid to speak up. And that's okay. The times we live in, when we speak up, could put us in a dangerous situation. And of course, we all need to be careful. But I also know the God that I serve gives us opportunities to speak in safe places. And sometimes we flat out keep quiet because we don't feel adequate enough or we don't feel knowledgeable enough to speak on our particular issue or our particular testimony. But that satanic force is working overtime, working on our emotions. My women's group talked about this in great length on this past Thursday. And at the end of our session, it was our tremendous teacher, Pastor T, who said, we got to learn how to give the devil a black eye. Every time he tries to stop us, we hit him back with the truth, with the testimony that we can share our story and we can do it confidently and competently with integrity. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, how I thank you for another new day, another weekend day. Thank you for salvation through Jesus Christ. I pray in his name. Thank you again for these marvelous listeners who stopped by to tune in. Bless them and their families continually. Now, God, we know we struggle sometimes with integrity, with speaking what's true. But God, please forgive us and give us another chance to get it right. Thank you that your Holy Spirit refreshes us, renews us, refortifies us from this everyday life and its pollutants of this carnal world and its agenda. Help us to know that the worldly attitudes we come in contact with are temporary, that we have a home eternal in the heavens, not built by man's hands. We don't have to succumb to ugliness or nastiness. Wash us from this world's road dust and give us some joy for the journey with integrity. It's in Jesus Christ, my hope of glory, I ask these favors. With forgiveness of sins, thanksgiving, love overflowing from my heart. Amen. And thank God. And so it shall be so. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.